We started yesterday the sugya. Tamidvar teaches us a gavaldig yechidish. Gemara tells us from Sechtas Psachim, Tav Kufiyid Gimel, that Kiyira Kisira Chamor Seinacher Revitz Tachas Masoi. That Allah is that you have to help out. And the Gemara wants to know, Sino, you know, I hate another yid. Gemara says we're talking about he saw Oisei Over Averio and he's a yochid and he's not able to testify and he hates him for that reason. Still in all, the Torah says, Shivayk Yasnabalibach, put away your feelings towards him and be perik or be tayin as is necessary for the person's donkey. The time of Devario is giving us a little bit of an explanation as to why that is. We saw yesterday from the Gemara and Taisvis that the sinner is reciprocal, but the time of Devario is giving us a flavor. Why do I have to Shivayk Yasnabalibach? And it's based on this meter that we're discussing now, and that is because sometimes you have to change up your method. You have to change up your method. The Ainu is just like a Kaddish Baruch who sometimes changes it up and he says, enough of the punishments, maybe it's time to be nice. The term of is learning that that's the shot over here. That because maybe now you assisting him with his flat tire is going to have a bigger effect on him changing his ways than your sinner that you have towards him. It's a political term of But that, as I learned that shot. So we started this sugya. So there's an interesting Namukha Yosef, in Eil Metzius, he brings Bishem, the Rambam. And it says as follows, on that sugyo, of a person, Oyev Lifreg Vesoynei Litoin, Mitzel Litoinim Asoynei, Kedei Lacha Fesitzoy. You have to help the enemy, because you have to break your, your Yetzirah. Says the Namukha Yosef, Kosovar Rambanzal, the Lav Hainu Soynei Dekro. Obviously, this is not the Soynei of the Pasuk, because why am I breaking my heart? What well, lochav I have to for, I have to break my yates, I have to force my yetsara. That what? And therefore I have to help the guy that's a soyne. Why? We saw Taisus Sachem already asked it as a kasha. Therefore the Ramban says no. It's two different soynes. There's a soyne, literally a guy I hate that I shouldn't hate. Break your heart and help him. And then there's a guy I'm allowed to hate, and somehow also you should help him. That's how the Ramban learns. The hadai kmino perikarve psachem kigoyin the chazabe dvar ervo. Yechidi the mitzvahs naisoi v'loma yachav esitzoi el ahacha besoyne the alma askinon the avid be yisuro kisoni lei. Here we're talking about stama esoyna. He's talking doing an esor. I'm not allowed to hate him. I'm not allowed to, but I do. Says the Torah. I hear you have to work on your midas, but in the meantime, help your enemy with his flat tire. Not like Taisus and Mesechtas Psachim that we saw yesterday learned. Now. And if you look in Shechon Aruch and the Chesimishpat, the Semirish Ayin Beis, you'll see there are more passages like that. It's cut in, in Sifyod. It says that that uh, we're talking about somebody that, that shouldn't be hating a Jew. When you hate a Jew, the mitzvah to be perik. But the truth of the matter is, is a fascinating Rambam. The Rambam and Hilchas Reitzeach, the end of Hilchas Reitzeach, the Rambam Kedakim Bekodesh, the last halacha of a halacha. He goes on a little bit to talk about. Or the Pneumius Indian, the Machshava behind it, especially when it's at the end of a Sefer. So Hilchus Reitzeach is the last one in Hilchus Nazikin. So listen to the Lush of the Rambam. This will be a review of yesterday's Gemara, but obviously the Rambam, Kedarkoi, adds a, a flavor. Says the Rambam, Perikid Gimalach Yedalid, Hasoyne Shinamar Betoyre, the Soyne that the Torah is talking about, Humi Yisrael. It's talking about a Jew. Not a guy. A guy. If you see him with a flat tire, you have no mitzvah to stop to help him. You have maybe kiddush Hashem, maybe, but you have no mitzvah to stop. Ve'ech yil Yisrael, soyne mi Yisrael. 
Says the Rambam, how could it be? How could a Jew have another Jew that he, that he hates? Says, I'm sorry, one is not allowed to hate their fellow Jew. Says the Rambam, he alone saw and he warned him. You have a mitzvah to hate the person now? Till he does tshuva and he repents. Says the Rambam, But if he didn't end up doing tshuva just yet, And you see him overwhelmed with his burden, with his flat tire, You still have a mitzvah to stop and help him? You're not allow him to die. To die? Who's dying? That's a donkey that has a bad back. How's he dying? That's what the Ram is. And the Ramam explains. Because maybe because his donkey's over here stuck, he's having a financial loss, he's going to stick around. There's no chaverim in those days, no one's coming to help him. And he's going to stick around, and maybe even sitting on the side of the road might be dangerous. Maybe staying overnight might be dangerous. And the person's life is in danger. But he's your enemy. And the Torah is very makbid about a Jewish person. And the Torah is makbid on a nefesh Yisrael, whether a Russia or whether it's Sadiq. Because they're, they're attached, they're connected to Hashem. And we're talking about somebody that believes in the Yud Gimelani Mamans that the Rambam invented. If they're not Mamman in Akadish Baruch, if they're not Mamman in the Torah, if they're not Mamman in the Tchisa Mesim, then it's something different. But if they're Mamman in Akadish he is a Jew. I, he does have errors. So he's a Jew that has Tyrus and he can't control himself. The Torah wants you to love him. And in this case, to hate him, but to help him. Because death, we don't want for such a person. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, say to them, I am the living God, and I swear in my name. You think I want the wicked to die? Absolutely not. I would love for the Russia to repent, to return, and to live and to become a good Erlachiyid. Atkan, Brich Rachmona de Sayon, and Ramon finishes with this. Ramon finishes with this halacha. This is the aside of how a person has to understand Hilchas Ritzicha. Whole halacha, Shmir Sanefesh. There's a halacha that a person has to be careful. And if you see your friend on the side of the road, even if you have a right to hate him, the Torah give you, gives you a mitzvah to hate him. If he's a mammon be ikrim, you have to help him because his life is in danger. You see in the Rambam that this, this halacha that the Tevin Devar is talking about is only to somebody that's, as the Lashon of the Rambam is, Nilvim el Hashem, Umaminim Bekardas. They're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He davens. He keeps Shabbos. He also gave it to his Nisoyen, to his Taiva, whatever that Nisoyen Taiva was. And the Chayra, that's also the Lashon of the Tevin Devar. The Tevin Devar says also, Elo mitzvah lekar v'oyseh b'yahava ulayoyel b'derech zeh. Maybe that way it will help. Maybe that will help. If you look at the Elohim Chafetz Chaim, and a Sefer Avas Chesed, a Mitzvah to learn the Sefer, Shachafel the Sefer, 
So the Rambam, the Chavetz Chaim, in the Sefer, Avos Chesed, in Per Gimel, in the Siv Beis, he's talking about the halacha of giving a loan, giving loans, Dinei Mitzvah Salva, says the Chavetz Chaim, Va'afilu impokar ba'achas mikala mitzvah samuris b'tayru. Even if this guy doesn't keep one of the Tayyak mitzvahs, doesn't keep, shotness is not his thing. He wears shotness. He eats basa b'cholav, he eats at McDonald's. You see the guy walking out with a McDonald's bag. Because it's good. Mikol Malkarim says the Chavetz Chaim, Adayim Echlal Yisrael Hu. He's still a Yid. Kol Shehu Ma'amin B'Yud Gimel Kedas. Again, he has to believe in the 13 principles of faith. If he believes in the 13 principles of faith. La'afuke imhu apikoris, u'kumavur b'chayshu mishpat. Mitzvah l'rachim alav. There's a mitzvah to have compassion on him. V'ligma l'imay chesed be'ez dachkoi. And to assist him in his time of hardship. Acham imhu yedeya. Unless you know, you know that he's using this money to buy himself another pork sandwich. Unless you know the money that you're going to give him for the loan is going to help him the pork sandwich. Or if you're going to fix his flat tire, you know he's going to be boil on Arias, then you shouldn't help him. You don't want to be assisting that not. But if the person is a mom and and he's a machalol, a certain mitzvah in the Torah, machalol Shabbos might be different, this is like the Gimlani Mam, according to some of the Well, it's not talking about Shabbos, but he's not, he's not, he doesn't keep Tarah Samashmacha. He doesn't keep Kashrus. Whatever it is. He believes in the Torah, he believes in the Gimlani Mam. It's a mitzvah to help him. According to, according to the term of the Torah, we have an understanding of why that might be. Because this might have a greater impact on him returning to be an Erl to become an Erl than your whole hatred and screaming about what a bum he is and what an avayon he is. Because between me and you, how many people became from from telling them that they're... they're people don't become from when people tell them that they're... You know, you, you know that you're Chayef Skilo, you're Evermisa, you're a behemoth, you're an animal, you're a kefir, you're a tzioni. Nobody becomes from from that. Yeah. Nobody, no, no, no one in history ever became from from that. People in history have become from from saying, you know, you're really a good guy, you know, you have to just really work on this. This is a problem you have. That, that maybe will help. And if, what will help even more is if you don't say anything about his problems. You only talk about what a good guy he is and how much he provides to society and to whatever, and so on and so forth. So, Shavuiki has the believer. Put that away. Even though the Torah wants you to hate him. The Torah wants you to hate him. Put that aside. Assist him. Because maybe, again, the Lashon of the Torah is so powerful. It's because, Maybe this will help. Maybe this will help him change. Chavetz Chaim in the bottom quotes the Rambam and, and the Mefarshim Rambam. And, and Chavetz Chaim, you know, he's, he's very clear about what, what he holds regarding this. This, unfortunately, is, uh, you know, it's, it's an approach that not everybody takes. I'm just going to finish off this middle with, with the following statement. In, in, in the Torah, we know, when we go to Muhammad, there's two people that represent Klai Yisrael. There's the Kaim Shoch Muhammad. We learned him Sechta Saito, the Halachas, Parsha Shaftim. He says, Shema Yisrael, Atim Krev Mayoim, you're about to go enter into the enemy territory to protect Kla Yisrael and do what needs to be done. And he gives them a shmuz. And Chazal Darshan Shema Yisrael, and he gets them to say Shema, and he tells them that if you only have the Schus of Shema Yisrael, that alone will save you. All you need is Schus of Shema Yisrael. How many soldiers today are saying Shema Yisrael that maybe haven't said it in years or maybe never said it in their life? Yidin are saying Shema Yisrael. And the Gemara tells us that alone is a schus to win a war. That is Hashem. Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, Shema But at the same time, there's another person. He's called the Shaitir. 
And he says, Mia ish hayorev rachalevov. What's a mia ish hayorev rachalevov? Hayorev meaver shebi yadoi. Afilu sach sicho bein tzvom shayav l'tzvom shayroish. Or between yishtabach and yoytzer. Person that speaks during davening, Allah says, he better go home from the war. Because he's not going to have the merit to survive. And all the mafarshim asks what they want. If he says Shema Yisrael alone, we have the merit to win the war. So if a guy doesn't, he spoke between his Shalyad and Shalroish, that's the reason to go home. And there's many answers. One obvious answer is, Klai Yisrael will win, but you're going to be dead. Klai Yisrael will win. If we have Shema Yisrael next, we're going to win. But you might not make it through the war. You might come home in a body bag. So if you have an Avera, go home. That's one Mahalach. But you know what the other Mahalach is? That Klai Yisrael needs both types. We need Shifras and we need Puas. Klai Yisrael always needed it. Shifra is Meshaparis of what? Makes the baby feel good. Nice. Calm. You're good. You're doing the right thing. And then this pool. And then there's one that's a little bit more strict. It's straightening out the limbs, fixing up the baby. It hurts a little bit when the baby gets straightened out. But you need someone to do that too. Chrysal always needs a shifra in the pool. There was a tzaddik, his name was Pil Kalamaya. Pil Kalamaya was a Talmud Chasam Sefer. And he was, I mean, nobody passed his audits. Nobody passed his orders. He would go to Gedolim's houses and he would rip into them for everything. He came to the close of his house and he didn't see an Amal Amal in front of the house. There was a Zechel Chorpin, but it wasn't an Amal Amal. And he let the close of the, the Tanza have it. The real Kalamaya was famous. He was fire and brimstone. And at the same time, in the same vicinity, lived the Rebbe of Reb Shalakir Everybody knows Reb Shalakir Stira, but who was his Rebbe? Reb Shalakir Stira was a Gabai before he became a rebel. He was the Gabbai of Reb Heshel Eliska, the Achpri Tvur. Heshel Eliska was the most easygoing, nice, Kishmaka rebel, and Rav. Every, everything was good, everybody was good. And all the G'dayim said that every generation needs Arab Hill Kalamaya, and it needs Arab Heshel Eliska. You need somebody that's going to scream, that's going to say, well, you have enough area, you talk between Tzol Shayyad and Tzol Shayyad. You better, you better go home. Don't, don't come to war. And then you need the person that says, oh, You say Shema Yisrael, ah, oh, we're going to win. Which one is it? Tarot says, We need both. Because when we're, when we're going to war, we need to know that every schus that we have is important. But at the same time, we need to know that everything counts and everything matters. And if you're doing something wrong, you better be very careful because you're in a danger zone. This is Mamish the dichotomy we're living in this Lehechsiklad Apoy. Lehechsiklad Apoy doesn't mean Hashem doesn't get angry. Of course, Hashem gets angry. But it doesn't last forever. Because Bochor at a certain point says, you know what, I can't, I can't keep going on like this. Sometimes couples will have this. Or sometimes a father and a son will have it. Or two business partners will have it. Like they're in a fight, they're not talking, or whatever it is, Hashem Yishmar. And then it comes a point where it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Let, let's, let's go out for supper. Let's try again. Let's start, let's start all over again. And both parties want to do that. Let's try the other thing. Let's try the other mahalach. This mahalach didn't work. Us ignoring each other as a couple didn't work or as a father's son, or as a business partner. It didn't work. We had to try now something else. Shvoik yazdi let go of those things, and then, asif ta'azavim, help him. Hakol l'toi v'asisrael. At the end of the day, it's all for the benefit of Klai Yisrael. That's how the term of our ends. Whatever is best for a yid, that's what a Kaddish Baruch will do. Which just, I just want to end off, that those words of the term of our is also very powerful. And next week, we'll pick up on the next midah, ki chafetz chesed hu. But these words are also very powerful. Those last, those last what is it, three words? What does he say? 
I'm sorry, the, the, the last words of the previous paragraph. HaKadosh Baruch works with softness and with hardness. Whatever is best for the Yid. There's a very important, a very profound lesson in those words. Because sometimes a person thinks, everything's good now. Baruch Hashem. Parnas is okay. Shalom Bayes is okay. The children are more or less doing what they need to do. I'm healthy. Like, a person can look at his life and say, okay, I guess Hashem is happy with me. Right? He's not like, I'm, you know, nothing weird is happening. And the answer is, love Dafka. I, I hate to be the glass half empty. But maybe this is HaKadosh Baruch who's taking the other approach with you. He's like, maybe he's not good, but I know that if I'm going to be strict with him, it's not going to work. So don't, because everything is good, ever think that, oh, everything is good. Because we just learned in this Mido that sometimes HaKadosh Baruch will change tactics because he realizes that that tactic won't work. The strict one, the hill Kelebiah one won't work. The big stick won't work. The pool won't work. He needs the Shifra now. So don't rest on your laurels, but because everything is going smooth, so it must be me and Hashem, we're, we're good. Lav Dafka, we're good. I'm just going to end with a, with a story. It doesn't really connect, but it's such a good story, and it connects a little bit. But I have, to, I have to share it, because I've already said the story here in Shul, more than one occasion. It's just, it's too good. There's one time a Yid that had a very, dang, he had a skier, something in his life that, that uh, it, was, it, was, it was not good for a little bit. And Baruch Hashem, he got out of it, whatever the situation was, he was able to move on from it. And he wanted to, you know, he wanted to pay back a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so to speak. And he had money put away, and he decided, I don't know, write a Sefer Torah, maybe, or support a Kailul, or marry off a Yisoyimu. He didn't know exactly of what he should do. You know, so he came to the Nesiva Shalom, the Salam Rebbe. He tells the Salam Rebbe, he says, you know, this is what happened to me, and you know, I have money. What does the Rebbe think I could do, like, as a curse, I'll tell you if I could just borrow him. Nesiva Shalom looked up at him, and he said, how about doing nothing? I said, nothing? He says, yeah. Because if you're going to do something, so you're going to feel like you and Hashem are not even. Hashem did this for you, and I gave him a Sefer Torah. Hashem did this for me, and I supported a curl. Maybe you should never feel like you're even with Hashem. Maybe for the rest of your life you should feel like, I owe one. Maybe it's good to have that feeling. Now, obviously a person needs to ask a Shailah, and a person needs to know. Because, of course, a person should. But the Machshava is a, ma- a fascinating thing. Like, we sometimes think, like, okay, so now we're good. Okay, we're good. Me and Hashem. We, well, I had a little scare. I gave some tzedakah. A guy with tzedakah told me, it's just all to you. Only an ex-soldier do things like this. He goes, when I come in the morning and I open the pushkin, I see a hundred shekel bill. I wonder which very the guy did the night before. <laughs> Why is there a hundred shekel bill there? What did the guy do? Okay, it's a very morbid outlook, but like, a person sometimes thinks, okay, okay whatever, I did not have error. I put a hundred shekel or a hundred dollars, whatever it is. Me and Hashem are good now. Maybe you shouldn't be so good with Hashem. Maybe, maybe you should feel like guilt or whatever it is. But, okay, Al-Kapanam will finish over here. Next week, we'll start the next meeting in the time of the